Attention boys and girls, attention boys and girls. Should that be boys and ghouls? No, no, alas, I was incorrect the first time. Regardless, listen to Gatsy and Goosebumps at your own risks. Only my phone. The Headless Ghost, and we'll be enjoying a glass of beautiful Lindemann's Sauvignon Blanc 2018. This comes with the 33% extra wine, so you can share it with your friends. Or if you're like me, just just enjoy. Classic Tim Jacobus depicting what can only be described as a... And the blurb reads as follows. They've got a real... Head start. That is, I'm loving it already, because head start. You'll get it when you read the book. Don't worry. Everyone knows about Hill House. Everyone does. You dick. It's the biggest tourist attraction in town. That's because it's haunted. Haunted by the ghost of a 13-year-old boy. A boy with no head. Dwayne and Stephanie love Hill House. It's dark and creepy. And totally scary. Still, they've never actually seen the ghost. Until the night they decide to go on a search. A search for his head. Dwayne and Stephanie call themselves the twin terror of Wheeler Falls. Because they like to scare people. It's meant to, like, I think be presented as something really cool. But it just, it's so lame. Like, these two people who, like, think it's their job to scare everybody in town. But they get bored. And decide they have to haunt Hill House, the hauntedest place in town. So they go on one of these scary haunted house tours, and the tour guide that they know very well explains all these stories they're familiar with about all these ghosts that happen to live there, and all these haunted rooms, and all these terrible things that happened inside this this really old castle-like house, and they sneak off to try and find the head of the most famous ghost, which is the, the headless ghost. And they explore the house... But they can't find anything. Uh, and they catch up with the tour, and um, they see this boy staring at them. And outside, this boy goes, hey, listen, do you want to see a real ghost? This boy's name is Seth. And he's like, I've seen a ghost in this house before. A real ghost, not just spooky stories. So come back tomorrow at midnight. We'll go looking for this ghost. So they do. Dwayne is a bit scared, maybe because he was given the name Dwayne, spelled D-U-A-N-E. But they go back with Seth, and they're looking around this house at midnight when all the tours have stopped, and they get cornered, and Seth's like, guess what, guys? I'm the headless ghost. I lured you here because I needed your head. The head I have right now, I've actually borrowed. Doesn't specify who from. He chases the two main characters and they find the head and they assume it's his head because he just said he was the headless ghost. No, he wasn't. He was just pretending to be. But then the real headless ghost does come and take the head and he's cool. He's like, I've got my head now. We're all good. And Seth's like, ah, sorry guys. I'm just, uh, just being Seth. And Otto's like, ah, Seth, you rascal. You've been scaring more people. Anyway... They got a taste of their own medicine. So months go by and they're not scaring people anymore. They had enough scares for one lifetime. But they decided to take the tour again for old time's sake. And then when they exit, the police are like, hey, what are you doing in that abandoned house? And like, we're just taking a tour. And like, what? And was like, we're just taking a tour of like the, the hill house. And the police are like, that place has been closed for months. So... 
the last time they see Otto, the tour guide, he was a ghost as well. Yeah. It honestly could have ended with the reveal of the real ghost. Like, that's standard Goosebumps. Hey, this guy says he's a ghost. No, he's not. Ah. But then there actually is a ghost. That's, like, pretty standard Goosebumps. Then they do this sort of a, um, a denouement where it turns out the, the, the there was Otto was a ghost as well, but what well, he wasn't always a ghost because the place has only been closed for months. And previously, it said he was like leading a tour full of people, and they couldn't have all been ghosts. So how long was he a ghost for? It's not specified. I guess it's just like an extra scare to tack on the end. The best way to describe the book's narrative structure, it, it feels like you're going through a tour of a haunted house. The first fifty percent of the book has no bearing on the rest of the book. The whole thing takes place over two nights in this same house. One where it's just Dwayne and Stephanie, when then the next when it's Dwayne, Stephanie and Seth. The first time, it's just full of false scares. They don't actually see a ghost in any situation. And it's typical in Goosebumps to have these false scares that lead up to a big scare, but none of those have any consequence on the second part of the book, which is where they actually find a ghost. So it does feel like you're just going through a haunted house at like a carnival or something and just seeing these things that aren't really scary. Overall though, I think it's an entertaining read. It's very typical Goosebumps. Again, the, the 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 extra scare at the end just seems tacked on to give you a bit of extra bang for your buck, but it's fine. It doesn't ruin everything like, say, the ending of Welcome to Camp Nightmare. All in all, an enjoyable read and classic Goosebumps reading. Thank you so much for watching, though. Please join me next time, which I discuss Goosebumps number 38. The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Or Pasadena. I'm not American. But in the meantime, please, stay spooky. <laughs> the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Or Pasadena. I'm not American. I... <clears throat> Did you get that? Was I doing that loud enough?